0: Okay.
1: And it ran to a wall.
0: <laughs> Henry.
1: Uh it was flying kind of like when a moth flies directly into a light bulb and then is like shocked that it has hit something and just starts like erratically slapping against walls and stuff. Just when a bug kind of goes batshit and just starts smacking stuff. Yeah. It was flying like that except it was a large chunk of danger plastic with blades that allow it to fly like 30 miles per hour. Okay. And so I grabbed the underside of it. At this point, I had not researched what like the emergency shutdown protocol was, which there are emergency shutdown protocols, did not know what they were. Oh. Um, and so I tried to just manually turn it off by pressing the button on the top, but the blades, the legs were folded. And so the blades were covering the button as if it were some type of in-game boss where you can't hit, weak spot because it's got spinning blades in front of it and so the 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 propeller blades immediately slice through my index fingers um both of them i don't i'm still not sure how i manage that (laughs) in the moment but um and it you know those cuts that you get where they are so sharp and like so clean that you don't feel pain from it. Yeah. it like you just start seeing blood. Yeah. It was that that deal. And there was a very genuine moment right after this happened where I was like, did I just lose a fingertip?
0: Oh my God. <laughs> like,
1: I was really unsure how much like, finger I had just lost in that moment. Oh my God. Uh, and it was like just, it was pouring blood. So I could not tell, but I, I learned some valuable lessons like how to properly turn off the remote aircraft. <laughs> When it's having a bad time.
0: Hello, this is Together Alone, a dating advice podcast by two people who probably shouldn't be giving anyone dating advice. I'm Olivia Forehand and I'm married.
1: I'm Henry Roberts and I'm old and cool.
0: So cool. So old. (laughs)
1: Look at this slime I got.
0: Why do you have slime?
1: It's it's for cleaning keyboards.
0: Oh! You just like
1: drop it onto your keyboard and it. It it does the thing that all slime does, except normally you don't want it to. Where it just picks where up. it just picks up every little hair and crumb and piece of dirt imaginable. Yeah. Except this time you want it to because you're getting it off your keyboard.
0: So then is there a way so to that's clean fun. the slime or does it just. No.
1: Get...
0: <laughs> it just gets so <laughs> dirty. It just so becomes an
1: abomination. Yes. You eventually have yes, to throw yes. it out. Absolutely. That is kind of I've only used it once and it's already far on its way.
0: Because it is hard to get in the little crevices. It is
1: so hard i I used to take every key off and uh put them in the sink with soap and water and oh. wash the keys and then wipe down the board and then put every key back on. You know wow. how long that takes a hours it takes hours. I can't do that anymore.
0: Well, you could. We have a lot more time now
1: <sighs> I don't I now don't,
0: is don't, the time to deep clean your keyboard
1: um so this is well. This month is a lot of things, Um, but we did want to have one episode this month uh, sort of celebrating that it is Pride Month. This whole dang month is Pride Month. Time for pride.
0: Time for pride. Of the gay kind, mostly.
1: We've prepared, quotation marks, prepared some queer content uh, for you all.
0: So I think... We have kind of extensively, not extensively covered that you're not straight, but we have definitely mentioned that you are not straight, and we have talked about you dating dudes and such before, but I don't think we've actually mentioned on this podcast how I am also not straight, so I kind of wanted to get that out there. Hi, friends. I'm also bi. Um, And then I thought it'd be fun to talk about, like, how if you're a person who is sort of questioning your sexuality, how, like how we kind of realized we weren't straight.
1: Me first or you first? You first. I'll go. You go. Um, I can trace back my earliest uh, like, huh, moment um, <laughs> on a school bus in seventh grade with my best friend at the time, we were on our way to some kind of field trip destination, but he fell asleep and was like leaning against me. Yeah. Uh on the bus. And I remember having this sequence of thoughts that was like, "Oh, I should push him off of me." And then having a second thought that was like, "Or should I?" <laughs> um <laughs> And that's the that's the full extent of the the memory. Yeah. Uh but it was definitely the first uh like Clear moment of like, mm, there's something to this for me.
0: That's really cute.
1: I <laughs> I have another. There, there's a long line. I think of uh, not a long line, but there's multiple cases of me having like a best guy friend who maybe mm-hmm. I had a little more connection with than what you would call friends. Yeah. Um, I have distinct memories of a uh like neighborhood best friend um who there was an, another girl that lived in our street and she and i would f- like fight over his attention basically oh. <laughs> um i would win but we did fight <laughs> some less t- fun but kind of funny memories um i have uh, a very clear memory of when my my parents were like kind I, so, something had cued them off um that maybe I wasn't as straight as an arrow. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had this really specific memory of my dad, like pointing to these girls that were like jogging by. I don't, I I must've been in junior high and Mm -hmm. him being like, so like, tell me what you like about those girls. And me going (laughs) like, "Uh, I don't know what I'm supposed to say here.
0: (laughs) I don't know, dad, this is weird.
1: Yeah. Which actually speaks to more than just um, like, gendered attraction for me. I, I think, uh, another way in which I differ from what is sort of portrayed as the norm is that a lot of my traction is, um, it develops after making like, um, a social connection with a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not like super turned on just by like seeing people yeah. that are like Attractive by whatever standard you want to apply. Yeah. Like I, I'm definitely like, oh, that person is cute or that person is hot. But like, it doesn't really do a lot for me until I get to know them, and then it kind of yeah. starts a Same. It can start something.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll look at a person and be like, dang, they cute, but I'm not like, ooh, you know. Ooh. <laughs> so, did you at the time realize that this meant that you probably weren't straight, or was it more of like a looking back?
1: Oh no! Yeah, this is much more of a looking back, okay. um, especially through junior high. You, you, you know, you're brought up with such a conventional. At least I was brought up with such a conventional viewpoint on all of that. There's n- no part of you that is like, oh, maybe I should reconsider my like my yeah. personal identity as a thirteen uh, year old. Right. Um, but then into high school uh, with a little bit more maturity. these type of uh, realizations started to become a little more apparent. Mm -hmm. Um, I started realizing more about myself in terms of sexuality, in terms of my own personal faith and beliefs, and just like who I am as a person. And I think that's a very natural process. You know, you're supposed to, as you're reaching maturity, sort of begin defining yourself as someone who is like independent of other people. Mm-hmm. Um, you're always going to be influenced by, you know, those around you and those that are important to you, but it's still very important to develop your own sense of identity um, separate. And I did, and so that was uh, not always an easy process. Um, when, at the very beginning of that, the the realization started tying in along with um, like the start of puberty mm-hmm. and I'm sure many people can relate (laughs) with me when I say that starting puberty was a real bitch. (laughs) Um, a lot of emotions, none of which I was in control of. And then when you stir in this whole like uncertainty about personal identity, it was, it just made for a serious shitstorm. Um, but thankfully after a couple years of that, um, things got a lot simpler and Mm -hmm. a lot easier and then by college it was just like oh yeah this is just who I am Mm -hmm. this is fine um and I will say uh it's never been a um uh like static thing for me I'm definitely one of those people who feels as if their uh sexual interests kind of um have fluctuations over time Mm -hmm. um coming to reali- like realizing that and uh embracing it honestly just makes for a very fun life so yeah i'm enjoying it <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome how about you for me i don't think i really put the word bisexual on me until college after i met you
1: oh wow i didn't i don't think i realized that
0: cuz i was trying to think about like i was thinking about the other day i was trying to pinpoint it and i think that like so i never had crushes on girls growing up like my friends or anything like I was always super into like boys I had all these boy crushes and so I don't think I really realized Mm -hmm. it yeah I think it was after I like talked to you about it a little bit um and also like I've been I dated Matt since sophomore year of high school so that was never something I really thought about or like explored um
1: right not, not like, a lot of opportunities for that to, like, pop up on its own. Yeah,
0: and I think that's also, like, people are always asking, well, how do you know you're bi if you've never dated a girl? It's like, I can look at someone just as I was, like, looking at a dude, and I can <laughs> tell you that I think they're attractive. So, like, I don't know, you don't ask kids who've never dated, how do you know you have a crush on that boy if you've never kissed him? Like, come on, right. it's the same thing. Looking back now, I had most of my... Crushes were on like female characters, like in cartoons and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and at the time, I think I was like, I just like them, but looking back right. at it, I'm like, oh, that was a crush. You just didn't know, you yeah. didn't have like the frame of reference to recognize exactly. it as such. Um,
1: you were lacking the framework
0: because, like, any episode of a show where the girl was either like in a swimsuit, I thought that was fun, or if she was more dressed up than normal and her hair was down and she was like extra pretty, I was like, I really like that, but I didn't know why. Right. Um. I I, I guess I. I kind of had a crush on a girl when I went to this like horse, it was like horseback riding Girl Scout camp for like a week. <laughs> and there was a girl there who actually was like the, the daughter of i think the person who owned the ranch that we went to um but i honestly couldn't tell if she was a girl or a boy at the time because she was just like i mean she's a kid but pretty androgynous, androgynous. and so i was like i think i have a crush on this person and then i realized they were a girl and then i was like is that okay like i just didn't know <laughs> and so i just sort of shoved it down deep and didn't look back at it until you know, much later. Isn't it funny
1: having these like these specific memories that you you like stick out to you? Where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, this is that, this is that thing. Yeah, gotcha. Um, your week, your week of lesbian romance <laughs> and horses, <laughs> and
0: horses. So I don't date, so I've never had. I don't have you know much of any right, experience right. with that, but I I am confident enough to like look at myself and be like nah you like girls too um yeah so there are lots of labels that people put on themselves and i think we've kind of talked about pansexual versus bisexual before and i didn't know if you had any opinions
1: have we actually have we talked about it on the podcast no so um bisexual and pansexual can mean the same thing yeah. um which is just like you like a you're attracted to a multitude of uh genders yeah um but uh some people prefer pansexual because it is more it's more semantically inclusive Mm -hmm. um whereas bi is sort of implying two as if it's just two genders um i will say i started with bisexual um and I understand the reasoning for pansexual, um, but I still sort of lean towards bisexual. Same. Um, though, uh, and that may just be born out of having used it for many years. Um, it just feels comfortable. Um, that said, I think in recent years, I use queer more than anything else. Really? I like it because it, it, it is a useful catch all. Yes. Um, and doesn't really require <laughs> like any further def- definition, you know? Yeah. like take that for what it is and let's move on. Yeah, Um, I don't
0: normally use that to describe myself, but I don't hate it because it it is just a good, like not straight label.
1: Right, yeah. To me, it kind of says like, if you're gonna try to put me in a box, you're gonna have issues with it, (laughs) you know? Like, (laughs) I'm gonna give you a very wide box, here you go. Yeah. First came the process of realizing it myself and then came the process of like, like accepting that identity and being open about it with uh close friends and Mm -hmm. then all my friends and then close family i still have not like i've I've not made any type of like broad proclamation to like extended family or anything yeah Uh, if there's any extended family listening to this podcast right now then this would be the proclamation (laughs) for them uh it, it, it was an interesting process i what i found most comfortable was like i started in high school just sort of making like it, it was almost like playing up a little bit of comedy of uh me being into men and then mm-hmm. like i think transitioning that into just like no but actually but
0: really, <laughs> but really it's yeah true. but but
1: for real though <laughs> yeah that that worked pretty well for me and then by college it was just like known there were very few moments where it was like meeting someone and then like immediately like giving them my my personal identities right uh that's never felt very natural for me though i i definitely think part of that is a privileged position um Mm -hmm. in that i am just like a cis white male um people are already going to just sort of assume things about me that put me in like a um privileged spot Mm -hmm. i think but i i've always found that just like being just talking freely and not kind of like censoring my speech on things uh usually makes people Mm -hmm. wise up Soon enough, you know, yeah. it, it, it's been a fairly natural process. Uh, telling my family was not quite as comfortable. My dad had to go on a long walk.
0: Oh, yeah. And
1: my mom had to go and uh, consult him. And my mom had lots of ideas in relation to a documentary she saw that talked about Native American two spirits. Oh, my God. Which is not anything I have any relation to. No. Um, <laughs> Um, so I had to kind of steer her out of whatever that was. Oh, no. But they've they've both done a good job of they've, kind of coming around. Um, they're good now. So th- thankful for that. How about you? How, how has that been for you? I think
0: I sort of t- had like discussions with you guys.
1: Yeah, I remember those.
0: Yeah. And so then we were all kind of like, oh, okay, like that's cool, whatever. Um,
1: and this was like mid-college. Yeah.
0: And then I told... I don't know i started realizing that i felt pretty strongly about the label and i felt like i needed to come out to people but then it was weird because it was like but i'm super dating matt like is it even appropriate for me to come out and then it was like also who gives a shit?" so i ended up texting my parents and i was just like hey guys because i was at school in nashville um yeah my parents were close but to me it wasn't important enough to like sit down with them and like tell them because yeah. At the end of the day it didn't really affect anything. Um and I right. knew that they'd be cool with it. They're super chill about like everything. Um. Yeah. So I just kinda texted them I was like, Hey, just wanted to let you guys know that I'm by okay. <laughs> and then they were like Question mark. <laughs> okay, well we love you, you know, and that was about it. And then I yeah. ended up
1: Yeah.
0: I did kind of do a post on Facebook about it. To like mm-hmm. all of my Facebook friends and then it felt How'd that it go? still felt weird because so many people were commenting and like oh my god we love you all this stuff and it was like yeah. this feels almost like I'm asking for attention and it's not really what I wanted right.
1: like I don't actually need all this support I'm good right it was like <laughs> you
0: don't have to like let me know that you love me no matter what because like duh. right so that that was weird. I don't know if I would do it the same way again, but also I just felt like I needed yeah. to let my friends and family know. I don't know. Yeah,
1: I could see, especially being married and everything, It just there would be very little opportunity, I suppose, for it to come up in a lot of contexts. Right. So it makes sense to me that you would want to just kind of get a broadcast out there and then sort of be done yeah, with it, I guess. It's <laughs> not like I could be like, here's
0: my girlfriend, so-and-so, because like, exactly. that's not going to happen. Yeah. So. And then, you know, when I meet new people, I really don't tell them because like you said, that's a weird thing to just be like, oh, yeah, by the way.
1: Well, I think it I don't want to say that it's weird. I think that it can be really necessary um, if you're finding that people are making like really broad assumptions about you that run mm-hmm. completely counter to who who you feel you are as a person. And And what I was talking about with my privilege is that I think most people what they assume about me is close enough to who I feel that I am that I don't need to, like, clarify right off the bat. Yeah. Um, and that's not something something that everyone gets. And so I totally understand um, the necessity for some to need to clarify their identity with people. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, we, we just are a bit privileged in that. We don't feel that need. Yeah.
0: Here's something interesting. I feel like I want to wear things that people would assume are more of like lesbian fashion. But then I feel weird about wearing it because I feel like I'm giving off the wrong impression to people. Is that like just me being in my I head? Would love,
1: I would love a full podcast episode on lesbian fashion.
0: Okay. And I put that in quotes. You can't hear that, obviously. <laughs> you but can't like, see
1: the, the air quotes. Did
0: I? I don't think I did. I tell you about the time I was at the liquor store working and I was wearing like a flannel shirt and my hair is very short and i didn't have any makeup on cuz i'm at work and i don't care and this dude was trying to like set me up with his daughter i think <laughs> he was like i think she would like you and i think you would like her and i'm like i'm i'm good
1: that's like that's like so incorrectly supportive <laughs> it's right. like
0: because he was like, like some, your like, heart is
1: in the wrong place, but this is totally the wrong action. Like, it's so inappropriate. Oh, yeah, That's he was funny. like some like real yeah. southern
0: dude, and I'm like, ay, yeah. okay. So yeah, sometimes I feel aye, like aye, I'm, aye. I'm, I'm giving off like a vibe that is false because I don't want people to think like here I'm a woman I want to date her, but also like lesbians are in relationships too, and they're not going to change the way they dress just because they're in a relationship. Like, the way you dress is not advertising that you're on the market, and I know this. Yeah. I just have a lot of weird... So,
1: is lesbian... Is the lesbian fashion that we're talking about here, is it, like... It's, like, if there's a Venn diagram and one circle is, like, masculine-looking clothing and the other is, like, hipsterish looking clothing, it's, like, put those two together...
0: Yeah, I'm... And
1: it's lesbian clothing. I
0: guess. (laughs) And I know that I'm making a lot of, like stereotypical statements here but I think that there are definitely ways that people assume if you're gay you dress this way and yeah. I don't want like I, I like to dress kind of androgynous I suppose
1: I used to feel like I had a good grip on um the like outward identity that I was portraying mm-hmm. Um, and I, just, I really don't anymore I've gone on multiple dates with guys who have had to pause the date to make sure that I was actually interested in their sex and not just like somehow lined up on a date with them through some crazy, confusing series of like events. Thinking was that was actually you're just, heterosexual.
0: Just thinking you're just like out. some
1: wild mishap. Yeah. Like I'm just hanging with a buddy somehow. Um, because I wow. think that is how I approach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is how I think that's how I approach dating with men and women um but then at the same time like I've had to stop going to a grocery store because I told the clerk that I really like this brand of champagne and then from that moment on he would not stop like harassing me like hit, trying to hit on me and connect with me on Facebook and oh. get me to go to his parties and stuff and I was like I just said I like this champagne. <laughs> like I don't understand how you like derive so much information from that single comment. Oh my god. Um, so I have no idea what type of vibes I'm putting out there anymore, and I've given up on trying. Yeah, it can be it can be wild the assumptions that people yeah. make.
0: I guess the moral of the story is just do what you want, and if people are gonna assume things, that's on them.
1: You do you. You yeah, do that you. is the moral of the story. All right. We- that's been a fun story time where we just talk about ourselves for like 20 minutes. We talked about ourselves for like a billion minutes straight. A billion minutes gay.
0: Hey, if, if you think you might not be straight, that's cool. Explore and if that. If you think
1: you are straight, that's cool too. Just like be chill.
0: Just be chill. Everyone be chill.
1: Also, if you think you're straight, you are cool. But if like you have some realization down the line that like there was this one time where you felt this one way about this one person, it's not a big deal. You don't have to overthink it.
0: Yeah. Um, sexuality is a sexuality spectrum. Is fluid. You can be anywhere. Look into the Kinsey scale you if really you can.
1: want. Uh, so what should we do next, Liv?
0: Are you going to give me a quiz?
1: Yeah. Let's ruin all that goodwill we just built up by giving each other some really shitty BuzzFeed sexuality quizzes. Let's see what happens. I think that's a great idea. I think so. Just some real awful, just totally slanderous BuzzFeed quizzes. This one is titled, How Gay Are You? And it's from BuzzFeed. Okay, let's do it. Uh, The the first question, it's highly rigorous and extremely scientific. Mm -hmm. The first question is, choose a color.
0: What are my options?
1: Red, blue, pink, yellow, green, and lilac. Green. Is lilac purple? Yeah. Isn't lilac purple? Why didn't they just say purple? But it's
0: light purple. It's a specific purple.
1: Why didn't they just say, all the others are just color and and then then there's (laughs) lilac. Is that the gay one? <laughs>
0: because Probably. it's like detailed. You picked the <laughs> pick gay one. Live. Green.
1: Green. Um, pick a Beyoncé. Oh. Flawless Beyonce, Single Ladies Beyonce, Run the World Beyonce, Drunken Love Beyonce, Crazy and Love Beyonce, TBH, I'm Not Into Beyonce.
0: Um, Run the World Beyonce.
1: This is cheating, buzzfeed <laughs> The question is, do you enjoy consensual sexual experiences with or feel a sexual attraction to members of the same sex as yourself? This is a quiz on if you are gay. And the third, it's like pick a color. Are you gay? (laughs) (laughs) Gee, dang it. I'm picking a new one. Get out of here. No, we still
0: have to do it. Are there more questions or is that it?
1: There's so many. It's dumb. I'm mad. What city would you most like to live in? new york london paris san francisco tokyo or moscow which one's the, wow which i know one's which one, one. <laughs> isn't the gay one uh it's moscow uh, paris i think this i think this quiz is playing a sneaky on us because the next question again is okay just to clarify do you like having sex <laughs> with people of the same sex i do think it's playing a little sneaky on us Anyway, what's your favorite root vegetable? Carrot, Jerusalem artichoke, potato, sweet potato, ginger, beet. (laughs) Jerusalem artichoke. Moving on. If you could pick your ideal partner for a romantic date, what qualities would they have? Options. They'd be the same sex as me. (laughs) Presumably the same sex, but mostly, you know, hot. Don't care about their sex. Care about wine. Ideally the opposite sex, but it's no biggie. They must be the opposite sex. You hear me? Dates are boring. What if that was just <laughs> one of the options, just that whole <laughs> sequence, just a full-on identity so crisis. Say
0: a that doesn't matter.
1: A plane leaves New York at 4.15 p.m. local time bound for London, traveling at 500 miles per hour. Another plane leaves London at 9.30 p.m. local time, heading in the opposite direction, traveling at 550 miles per hour. If they maintain a constant airspeed, do you ever want to have sex with someone of the same sex? Oh
0: my God. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You got kind of gay.
0: This is wild. You
1: really enjoy having sexual experiences with people of all sexes. Frankly, the one could turn out to be a member of either sex. Bisexuality, it's a party to which everyone is invited. Wow, look at that. All of
0: that for kind of (laughs) gay.
1: Yep. You got kind of gay. Apparently bisexual is kind of gay. gay. I feel like that is something we could have a long discussion on, but I don't want to. This BuzzFeed article is titled, This checklist will determine your straight number.
0: Straight number?
1: You get one point for each one you check. Your total number of points determines your straight number, and that number determines whether you are gay <laughs> or straight. It's science. Is your favorite Britney Spears song toxic? Yeah. It. Mine too. Is your favorite Carly Rae Jepsen song Call Me Maybe?
0: I don't know any of her songs.
1: It's the only one I can name. So I guess so. Is Call Me Maybe the only Carly Rae Jepsen song you even know at yes. all? Yes. <laughs> Do you lose your mind when they play Shut Up and Dance at weddings? No. Is that the one that's like, Is that is that Shut Up and Dance?
0: Um, I think it's the one that says, Shut Up and Dance with me. Shut up and dance with me.
1: Is Perfect by Ed Sheeran the perfect first dance song in a wedding? How does that song go? I have go? no idea,
0: but I don't like Ed Sheeran. So. Do you?
1: Do you like Ed Sheeran? No. <laughs>
0: How does this? Okay, I like this one. All
1: right. Do you have no idea who Little Mix is? I don't. I don't either. Do you? No. Do you love Giant Jenga? I do.
0: Is it just yes or no? Because I am kind of.
1: Yeah, it's yes. Sure. Or no. You can't be. You can't be neutral I can't on be... Giant. I
0: do Jenga. enjoy Giant Jenga.
1: Do you say love wins?
0: I don't say it.
1: Do you have inspirational quotes like live, laugh, love in your house? No. Do you call your friends the boys? I, I do do that.
0: I call my dog and my husband the boys.
1: I'm gonna check it, those are your friends. <laughs> um, Do you use the word buddy to refer to friends?
0: Sometimes. I do.
1: Have you ever participated in a Santa con? No. Oh. Is that where everyone dresses up as Santa Claus? I guess so. That seems oddly specific. Uh, do you think, do you drink regular soda? Wow. Yes. Do you own a vest? Yes. Do you think Grinder is a, quote, dating app? <laughs> That's rude. Do you like walking slow? <laughs> this is getting, like, kind of accusatory. Do you fucking like walking slow? <laughs> or you just like that? <laughs> do you like hot coffee more than iced coffee?
0: Oh, no, I love, I think I like iced coffee more.
1: Is it, is it a sin to drink iced coffee in the winter? No. Do you drink glasses of milk? No. <laughs> is it straight to drink glasses of milk?
0: My dad drinks a glass of milk with dinner every night. So mm. maybe. And he
1: is a very heterosexual man. Do you have a friend named Cheese?
0: Cheese?
1: Cheese. Oh, here's a fun one. This question says Do you love queer eye? Yeah. I think that's interesting because so far all these questions have been built up um to be if you click it, then you're more straight. Yeah, so it's but maybe, interesting that do you love queer eye is maybe one of them. it's
0: really I personally do like not queer like eye. queer eye. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I mean, I know it has its problems, but I do like it.
1: Do you make margaritas with that bottled margarita mix no, you buy in stores?
0: No, no, no. That is. And a lastly, sin. and
1: most importantly, have you ever used the word hubby? <laughs> no. <laughs> Results you have a straight number of 11 out of 61. You're definitely gay (laughs) Congrats,
0: I was thinking about how there's always like stereotypes about like gay people That are funny and I was like if we could find some of those and talk about them, but when I google bisexual stereotypes it's all like promiscuity and shit and that's not what I wanted I meant like walking fast and can't sit in a chair normally and Ice
1: coffee it's iced coffee all the way down
0: yeah but that that was a bust and i don't feel like digging around to find it
1: i would say what are some straight stereotypes but i feel like that buzzfeed quiz pretty much yeah nailed all of them
0: milk chinos um. milk.
1: having a friend named cheese
0: <laughs> that is bizarre and i want to know where that if, came if any though. of you have a
1: friend named cheese please write in please
0: let me know i just think a foster's home for imaginary friends
1: that's that's all that's come up. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good show. Frankie was someone I had a crush on and didn't really realize it. And the episode I, I had a
1: crush on Frankie too. She
0: goes on a date and she's wearing like a black mini dress and yeah, yeah, I remember that. Also, Shigo from Kim Possible. Also,
1: Shigo. Both Frankie and Shigo have like. They're like very driven, like assertive women. Mm-hmm. I think I think Young Henry was into that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well. Thank you, Matt, for the song.
0: Thanks, Matt. Forever Nameless. Hit us up on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Together Alone Pod. And we're on Twitter at Together Alone Pod. You can send us an email. It's Together Alone Pod at gmail.com. Ask us, for advice or if you just want to know our thoughts on something because apparently we just give our thoughts now that is the thing we did today if you have more questions about i don't know gay stuff we're still in the middle of june we can do another gay episode we could just keep doing gay episodes true. we don't have to only do them in june hit us up we'd appreciate it tell your friends uh
1: another reminder to check out some podcasts by people of color like uh Minority Corner. Um, momentum a race forward pod for the cause pod save the people uh and donate if you can donate black lives matter bail funds aclu (laughs) and
0: um
1: this has been our podcast tell your queer grandmother she smells nice bye bye